Welcome to the V Podcast, where we interview inspiring people from the vegan community. Together, we're going to talk about health, ethics, sustainability, fitness, and the list goes on. Here's your host, Andrea Ronica. Hello, friends. Andrea here, and we have a tasty episode ahead of us. And you will get what I mean by that in just a second. But let me remind you about the previous episode. We had a chance to interview Paul Bashir, co-founder of Anonymous for the Voiceless, one of the most important and influential not-for-profit animal rights organizations. They're specialized in using conversation and standard practice footage to educate the public about animal exploitation. We talk about the vegan movement, how to be effective while doing outreach, mental health, hate, and much more. But with that being said, today we're going to talk about a completely different topic. We're going to talk about the queen of all foods, Her Majesty, the pizza. The guest of today's episode is the marketing director for Purezza. Hi, Rob, and welcome to the V Podcast. Hey, Andrea, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I'm truly happy to have you here on the show. And um, I mean, you, as you can hear from my accent, I'm Italian. So you can all imagine how important is pizza for me. But, you know, without getting too emotional, let me tell our listeners what Purezza is. Purezza is the UK's first vegan and plant-based pizzeria, but that's not all. They also won a top prize at the World Pizza Championship, as we call it here in Italy, Campionato Mondiale della Pizza. It is held in Parma, Italy, every year and has been running since 1991. And a little side note, I guess the competitor wearing vegan, so it's definitely a double win. Congratulations, Rob, on the prize. Thank you ever so much. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we were the only vegan, uh, the only vegan restaurant taking part. So that's it. That's absolutely fantastic. And would you like to tell us a bit more about it, like you know, before getting into the interview? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the, the World Pizza Championships. It was it was a uh, it was a very exciting event for us. We 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 uh, we just won about six months before. We'd won the National Pizza Awards in the UK, which was a similar wow. setup for us. We we entered. There were um, sixteen finalists total. Uh, we were the only vegan restaurant to be taking part, and uh, it was a really exciting night. It was, it was it took place in London. Uh, lots of big names were there, uh, and you can still remember the, the remember the time. You know that that the, they announced the winner, and uh, you know the the guys were on stage saying, uh, "Wow." The winner really surprised us this year. It was the one, the one restaurant we didn't expect to win, uh, and we were thinking, "Oh, oh, could that be? Could that be?" And then they announced announced it, and it was like, "Wow, okay." And and Filippo, our head chef, he was just stunned. He went up, collected the award, but that was um, that was a huge award for us. And we then took place. We took part in another near uh, another award. Uh, it called the Pizza Awards, which is a big Neapolitan takes place in Naples. Um, okay. So we took home a an award from that as well. Uh, Naples has a very strong, as as everyone I'm sure knows, a very strong pizza culture, and that's reflected even in even how the awards are set up. So the award we actually won was the best pizza from outside Naples. So they they, wow. they actually have their own special award just for you know they almost view anyone who's not from Naples as not as good. So <laughs> that's the way it is. One day we'll get a Purezza in Naples and hopefully prove it. But, that would be fantastic. Uh, that would be it. But that's that, those, those, those two awards kind of led up to us entering the World Pizza Championships. And with that sort of credibility behind us, yeah, we entered that. Uh, 
Felipe went over and yeah, we, we were in the Pizza Classica category and took home uh, an award then and that was in 2019. So yeah. Wow, that's an incredible journey. Like if you think about it, like again, you're competing with non-vegan pizzas. Yes. So this is absolutely crazy. Like that a vegan pizzeria like won the award. It's like a double win for the animals and of course for Puretta. So that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you, yeah. And I was wondering, like, how do you pronounce Puretta in the Italian way or in the English way so that I won't get it wrong along the interview? <laughs> no, that's, that's a great question. And, and, and to be honest, uh, there are about a hundred different ways that people say it. We don't okay. judge anyone for saying it anyway, but we've heard everything from uh, Purezza to Perza, everything like what? that. The, Who's the, way... the second one? Perza, yeah. People seem to wow. miss the E entirely. But, <laughs> you know, the way I always describe it, to it, it, we, we pronounce it in the Italian way. Uh, I okay. don't pronounce it as well as you do, so don't worry no. about that. But, uh, but um, you know, two of our three co-founders are Italian, so yeah, it's, it's an Italian word. Uh, and, you know, I do my best to say... I can't roll my R's or anything like that, but I do my best to say Purezza. Uh, yeah, sounds very fair. Are you Italian? Well, hey, hey, I work with enough Italians to, to kind of pick, hopefully by, by now I can say that word, right? But um, but yeah, we, 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 uh, we hear all, all kinds of pronunciations, but um, yeah, the Italian way is, is, is the way. Uh, I, always, I always explain to, to, to folks in the UK, I think how you say pizza, sure. that, with that invisible T, uh, as it were, and, and, and try to say Perezza, you know, again, awesome. so that's it. You should be, you should do like a reel about it on Instagram so that yes. people won't get it wrong in the future. That would be, that would be cool. That would we did be have cool. a, we did have a, we had a meme. Did, did you, have you ever seen Harry Potter? Yes, I did. Yes. I did. So you, you remember the, there's a, there's a bit in the original Harry Potter film where, uh, where Hermione Granger says something like, um, it's not Leviosa, it's Leviosa. Yes. So we had a meme that went around for a while where it said, it's not Purezza, it's Purezza. So uh, with, with Hermione. So, you know, if you can get Harry Potter in there, it's always a win. But, uh, That's absolutely fantastic. I love the meme. And, um, you know, like I can tell you are Italian also by the fact, even though you're in, like, you're not burning nearly by your Italian because you're moving your hands a lot, which means, <laughs> which means you're Italian. So I, well, this is it. This is it. I, I, I've, I've lived in the UK all my life. I, I was born in the UK. So my, my Italian is, 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 uh, you know, it's picking, it's just picking up from the folks that I've, <laughs> I work with. Yeah. That, that's it. I've, I've got to learn from the best. Uh, Amazing. But, yeah. Amazing. And, you know, before having this interview and, you know, in general with every interview here in the podcast, I always have the chance to talk to my guests either by email or on Instagram. And of course, this time was no different. So just saying this, because one of the questions I always ask is how long have you been vegan and why you went vegan in the first place? And I know you have an interesting story to share. So please go ahead. Yeah. So I, I well, I was, I was, I've been vegan for a very long time before it was cool or anything like that. I, I, uh, I went, I went vegan. I actually initially went vegetarian in, in about okay. 2006. Um, so 2006 and I, I, I've grown up always, uh, being, uh, loving animals, grew up around animals, uh, had lots of, lots of companion animals when I grew up. Um, and was very active in some of the, uh, some of the animal rights movements within the UK. So a big one, uh, anyone in the UK will, will know fox hunting was something that 
uh, garnered a lot of, of a lot of energy. A lot of people were engaged in that topic. It's it's a kind of very traditional thing in the UK of hunting foxes with dogs. I was very anti that. Went on marches and everything, but it kind of started to click with me in in two thousand six that actually you know I, I I'm there I'm there trying to support foxes, trying to save them from from being hunted, and yet you know I I, I I'm eating animals every day. That's the thing. So. Uh, this was compounded by a, a girlfriend at the time who uh, was very, very helpful in, in, she was vegetarian herself. She, she helped me go through that process. Uh, then in 2010, I was at university um, and my university ran something called a vegan for Lent campaign. So Lent being the, the religious holiday, but this wasn't religious affiliated necessarily. The idea was that it was just, you know, can you go vegan for 40 days? Can you do it? Um, and People in my university were signing up for this. Uh, you could get sponsored uh, sponsored to do it for charity, a bit like sure. when you run a marathon or something like that. You know, you raise sponsorship that way. Yeah. So I thought, hey, been vegetarian for three or four years now. Let's give it a go. Let's see how it yeah, see how right it comes out. Yeah. And this was, you know, it's almost like uh, very much like what Veganuary is today. You know, any folks sure. who've undertaken Veganuary done that thirty day challenge. Uh, just it, it it's long enough that it gets you into the swing of things. And I, I very much had this this feeling of um, the first two weeks I, I found quite difficult. You know, I was trying to eat, trying to think, what do I replace cheese with? What do I replace these eggs with? And all this kind of stuff. And I had this kind of epiphany. I went into the supermarket and, and realized, you know, I, I looked at these the six aisles that I'd walked down and, and put, pick frozen pizza and things like that and put in. And I thought, hang on, like, there's, there's about 50 aisles in this place. Uh, <laughs> I started walking down and realized, you know, there's all these wonderful ethnic foods discovered Thai cuisine, Mexican cuisine, you know, all kinds of Indian dishes, picked up all these grains that I'd never heard of, like quinoa and bulgur wheat. And, and suddenly within, you know, after two weeks, I, I got into this flow and it became, you know, it became a lot easier. Um, and as soon as those 40 days were up, I, I, I stuck with it. Yeah, that's it. And Absolutely. Also, because when you know your why, the how becomes easy like and your heart was in the right place yeah. all all along even when you were probably vegetarian so that's the reason why you find it easy at the end of the day probably i don't know if i'm wrong but like absolutely absolutely and it's very much uh you know i, I certainly went through that journey of certainly back i know it's only it's only it's only sort of 11 years ago now, but it was it was weird to think about. I, I had to go to specialist health food stores and there'd be a little dusty kind of aisle at the bottom where you find soy milk and have to brush off yeah. the brush off the cobwebs <laughs> and take that home. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's been great to, uh, to 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 have been in it that long and see the rise of, of, of everything that's happened over recent years and how accessibility has been enhanced and and so you know, true people, and and the restaurant you know again i used to go to restaurants at the time and they'd come out with a big big allergen menu and you know it's like a big folder and it nothing feels worse than trying to sit there with your friends who are all ordered their meal and you're sitting there with a waiter going through the allergen menu and yeah you know well i think you can eat this salad and, and you're like uh, yeah always okay, the same always a salad yeah and so yeah. uh but but you know it's been great to to, to have gone back that far and seen you know, today I can go to, to a local cafe and get a Beyond Burger and it, sure. it's as good as anything that my friends are eating and things like that. So, Sure, absolutely. And like at the end of the day, they're always going to be shapes to, to, save, your, to save your lunch. If you won't find anything and you want to eat salad, then there's going to be shapes always. <laughs> so I'm kidding. Like, exactly. But then, 
exactly. anyway, anyway, like what's your background, you know, like before working at Purezza? So my background is actually in, uh, I, I worked in the nonprofit sector, um, okay. worked in the charity sector. I, I, I initially studied uh, a degree in politics and international relations and, and went into the charity sector for a while. Um, for me, uh, I, I did various jobs within that sector, um, but the, the, the kind of changing point for me, uh, which has got me to where I am today, is that I at one point started working with um, big, a big, uh, big fundraising organization and charity in the UK called Comic Relief, who are one of the, one of the most famous in the UK. Um, they put together a fund for, uh, uh, which they called the Innovation Labs. And the Innovation Labs put together um, eight different digital products, basically apps, websites, things like that, that were designed for people with mental health issues, young people with mental health issues, to help them support their mental health through, through, you know, the power of their phone, really, and things like that. So that, uh, that, that I got involved in two of those projects, uh, I was working on them. And it was for me, the first time that I saw the power of, of marketing, I realized that marketing was something that can be used, you know, that sometimes Sometimes people think of marketing and advertising as inherently evil, but there's nothing there's nothing necessarily evil about them. Um, sure. Sorry, there's I've got a clock that has bird bird noises. <laughs> if you can hear a, a bird, tweeting, yeah, I can hear it, and I want to edit this out. I love it. <laughs> at one, one a.m. every hour, it starts tweeting away, but it will shut up. I love um, it. So yeah, I, I started working uh, on this this project. Um, and yeah, I realized that actually marketing is, and helping that grow uh, using the tools of marketing was, was incredibly powerful. I realized that actually marketing can, yeah, you get lots of companies, uh, you know, naming no names who use marketing very badly and, and, and promote horrible products. Uh, we touched a little bit on, on, on McDonald's, you know, sure. at the start of this. The beginning. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, but, you know, it, also marketing can be used for good, you know, it can be used to promote fantastic products it can be used to to change the world and and you know every 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 big charity is using that and uh that was for me a kind of a, a point where i realized this is something that a is a powerful tool b i enjoyed doing uh and c i'm relatively good at it so uh i start i i decided then to actually undertake a, a master's in international marketing um and it was coming out of that that i started working on a freelance basis um and working with a number of different projects, uh, working with many, many vegan projects, but also many uh, non-vegan projects. Uh, you know, you, you mentioned you mentioned the previous guest and, and yourself had a conversation about sure. uh, the accessibility of the vegan movement and 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 you know being and being you know how how we help people go towards veganism. And I think you know one of the things that occurred to me was if I can help some, some of the businesses that are out there launch vegan products, promote vegan products, uh, and get those, get those, you know, get people, you know, get, get that accessibility enhanced for the consumer, then that's a powerful way to help grow veganism as well. And I oh, think yeah. that's very much what we've seen over the last few years. You know, you're seeing all the big brands, um, jumping into veganism. Uh, and I think that's actually a, I think that's a win because, you know, I sit here in Brighton, which is a wonderful city that's had a, a long heritage. We've got one of the one of the first ever. Go visit Brighton. Yes, Brighton <laughs> is fantastic. Yeah, anyone anyone out there, wherever you are in the world, you've got to come and check out Brighton because it's a beautiful city. But it's particularly for for you know, if you're vegan, it's got a you know a long heritage of vegan cuisine. You know, we've got some okay. of the first vegan restaurants in the world. 
started in Brighton. Yeah, some of the some of the oldest in the world, are, 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 are st- and they're still going, which is fantastic. But wow. uh, my partner, as an example, is someone from a small town in the north of England, and I would go and visit her or and her family, and uh, there was there was nothing. You know, you couldn't go to any restaurant. If you went, if you went anywhere, you'd, it, it would be, you know, we mentioned chips and salad before. It would be going to the going to a fish and chip shop and and having to just get chips and maybe some what we have in the UK, mushy peas, which is just like a blended blended peas, and they're actually quite tasty. But uh, but that's all all you could get. And now we go back to visit her folks, and you know, we go into the local supermarket and grab uh, a vegan Ben and Jerry's. We grab some Linda McCartney sausages. We grab. Um, you know, we grab a Greg's sausage roll, the famous Greg's vegan sausage roll here in the UK. Uh, and it's that, that growth. It's definitely getting easier. Like it's definitely getting easier nowadays. No doubt about it. But, uh, I mean, now, like I was wondering, like, where does the name Peretta come from? Like it's, it's an Italian name, of course, but why? So uh, we mentioned before that a couple of the co-founders are, are uh, so three co-founders. One's, one's oh. an English guy, uh, okay. two of them are Italian. Okay. So um, Andrea, you, you, you will know what, what Parezza means in Italian, right? Sure, I you do. T- tell me, tell me what is it? It means like, I, I am trying to, to translate it. I was hoping not to ask, to be asked that question. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but it means to be pure, to be like, yes. uh, yeah, to, pure, yes. to be pure. I, yeah, something like that. Exactly. I don't know if it makes sense in English, but I hope it does. That's it. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> exactly it. And that's, that's where the name originally came from. I mean, for, for starters, it's fantastic. That the name looks like, uh, you know, it looks like the word pizza in many ways. You know, it's, it's, like sure. it's got four of the same letters. Uh, but the, the idea of purity was something that, um, that's reflected in the food that we serve. Everything that we serve is, is very, very natural foods. Uh, most of the food we serve is, is, is organic uh, as well. Okay, cool. Uh, but in addition, the, you know, there's a, there's, there's, there's a lot of goodness behind the reason why, you know, the reason why we do what we do, um, is about trying to create a purer world, you know, a world that is, is, is better, it's cleaner. Uh, in many, many respects, whether that's literally, you know, helping clean up the oceans, helping clean up the, the, the rivers of the world through to, through to a kind of slightly more, um, you know, broader perspective, making the world a better place. Yeah, we should definitely need more companies like yours. But like, you know, you already mentioned it in a way, but, you know, what's the mission and the vision of this company of Pureza? Yeah, so the, the, the mission in many ways is, is, is uh, we have a goal of, of making plant-based foods uh, as good as, if not better than, than their animal-based counterparts. So uh, one of the things that, that we're very aware of is that, you know, that there, there are a lot of wonderful vegan places out there, but for us, we didn't want to stop at being a great vegan place. We wanted to do Neapolitan cuisine, uh, focus on Neapolitan heritage and do that fantastically well, you know, remain true to that. Uh, and yet at the same time do it using innovative modern ingredients that are that are sustainable that are good for the planet good for the animals good for our health etc so much of what we're trying to do is 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 elevate that cuisine you know take it to a level where uh the quality and the flavor is still as good as it, you know it has been throughout its heritage but doing it using plant-based uh ingredients and one day supersede animal-based food and it comes back to the, the discussions around accessibility of these foods because the more the easier you can make it for someone to to go vegan 
to, to go plant-based or at least go down that journey, go down that path towards plant-based, then the better, you know, the better it's going to be for the world. So, you know, I, the, the way I always sum it up is that if you can make in the long run, if you can make food that is as good as uh, its animal-based counterpart, uh, hits all the kind of points in terms of taste, uh, hits the same price point, maybe is even lower, but it's better for you, better for animals, better for the planet, then in a way, why wouldn't you? You know, that's the thing. Absolutely. And, and, and Absolutely. most people are very aligned with that vision. You know, I think sometimes it's, it's, it's uh, we're seeing more and more people in the world who are conscious about what they're eating. They might not be going plant-based or vegan, but they're very, you know, I think we'll all know people in our personal lives who are saying things like, you know, I only meet twice a week now, or I'm, I'm trying to cut down my intake. Uh, everyone is aware that animal-based foods are, are not good. Um, but there is always, and I think, you know, we, we, we have to be honest as vegans, there is, there is still a compromise. You know, when you say you're going to drop, uh, when you say you're going to drop animal-based foods entirely, because it's, in terms of ease, ease of eating, in terms of, you know, there are, there are foods out there that haven't yet been replicated. People are foregoing certain things. So our mission is very much to, to fill, at least when it comes to Neapolitan cuisine, people have always got that answer. They've always got that, you know, if they want a fantastic pizza, hey, we're here, we're, we're ready to serve you. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's what you just said. It's absolutely true. And uh, well, like, as you said, like, of course, like, people are not like old people are going to go vegan overnight and it's not going to happen like overnight. But again, I don't know if you agree with me and I would love to know what you think about it, that even though the world is not going to go vegan overnight, we should like uh, as individual as activists, whatever you want to call it, like we should promote veganism and not saying like, okay, it's fine if you eat meat just on Monday, but you don't eat it like the other days, like of whatever people are going to do, this is, doesn't depend by us, but we should promote, like, you know, avoiding all suffering when, of course, it's, it's practically possible. So what do you think about that? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's, it's uh, uh, you know, continued work as activists to do that, uh, where I, I almost see it as multifaceted, though. It's like, you know, there, there's this ability for, uh, in some ways, you know, in some ways, my, the reason I'm passionate about businesses entering this space is because I think businesses are the, the ones that make that that step easier you know it's like if you imagine if you imagine it's a it's a it's it's a chasm between uh going vegan you know between eating animal foods and going 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 vegan um and you have to leap that you have to jump over that gap um you know as, as activists we can we can help people push people to walk closer towards the edge to make the jump and help them understand why they should but as, as companies and as businesses, one of the powerful things we can do is to, to make that gap smaller. You know, if you, if you make the, if you make the compromise smaller, you make it easier for people to, 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 to jump. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that jump suddenly doesn't look so scary. Um, and, you know, I think that very much comes back to, uh, yeah, accessibility of these foods, uh, in terms of their availability, uh, making sure that they are, you know, I, I dream of a day that you can go onto into any street in the world and any small corner store or whatever is selling a vast range of vegan meats and vegan products that help people down that journey. Um, and that there's vegan cafes and vegan restaurants. And as soon as, and, and, and that very much that the, 
the price points as well, you know, in terms of accessibility are low, are low enough that anyone can see those, see, see like for like, well, I can get a burger, uh, made of, made of, made of a cow, or I can get a burger made of plants. And, uh, why wouldn't I get the one made of plants? Yeah, absolutely. It wouldn't make sense to, to get the one that comes from suffering of another being. And at the end of the day, if you think about it, like the cheapest food on planet earth like is vegan. So yep. if you think about like cereals, grains, uh, I don't know, legumes, like they're the cheapest food on earth. And, you know, so it's like a little bit delusional to say that in general, when people say like, oh yeah, being vegan is expensive. Eating vegan processed food can be expensive, but if you compare it to like, you know, animal products, processed food is expensive as well. Yep. So it's like, you know, uh, having a different perspective and you know absolutely what you're doing as a company leaving aside what we can do as individuals is absolutely fantastic and you're definitely leading the way for more companies to to join you on this journey to 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 make the world a little bit better so like talking about journey talking about journey like would you like to walk us through the journey of Puretza? Yes, yeah, I, I will do it. Well, I'll quickly just just to touch on a, a just a final yeah, comment on that ahead. last question. You know, actually, just you, you know, you're thinking about the power of companies and the power of accident and the power, of, and you know how these things can come together. Uh, you know, we can consistently through through business help people go go journey down that path. And I, I also think it's it's powerful because it 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 it, it kind of it comes back on itself. It comes back to you know we're all activists at our core. Uh, and one of the great things we've been able to do as, as the business grows is, is support those causes that we love. So we've done, um, you know, just last year, uh, we took the team for a day, uh, we, you know, paid day for every, all our staff to go to Friend Farm Animal Sanctuary here in the UK. We spent the day working with the animals, helping, those, helping that out, you know, and raised a bunch of money for the guys there as well. We've just finished a pizza. Um, we've just had a special pizza running for three months uh, called the Seaspiracy One named after unsurprisingly the, the the documentary this year that yes. i think has changed so many people's perception of, of fish um yeah so we've just raised uh just over three thousand pounds for wow. sea shepherd through that pizza um, fantastic so being able to utilize the position of of, of of business to further causes of activism is is is, is great as well so um, but yes, that's, that's, that was the, the last point of that. I'll jump onto, yeah, the journey of, of, of Peretza. Yeah, no, thank and, you for and, sharing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, yeah, that's Rob. Good. That's all good. So yeah, the journey, journey of Peretza. Um, so we started in 2015, uh, okay. I mentioned three co-founders. Um, so we have Tim who is, uh, who, who used to work in marketing himself. Um, we have Stefania, uh, who is, who's an ex solicitor, uh, and Tim and Stefania are husband and wife team as well. So it's very much a family business in that respect. And then uh, Filippo, who's the executive chef, Filippo has been on board since day one as well. Um, and they are the three co-founders. Um, you could probably guess by the names, which are the two Italians, but uh, <laughs> yes. So, uh, maybe uh, Stefania and Filippo, maybe. That's the one, that's the one, that's it. So Smart. Uh, <laughs> you've got it, you've got it. So yeah, they... they um, they were they were the original three co-founders. Um, uh, they started uh, Peretza started in 2015 in Brighton, uh, which is again where I'm sat sat right now in the lovely city of Brighton, um, or technically Brighton and Hove as we should call it, and and I'll come back to Hove in a bit as well. Uh, okay, cool. But it was the first vegan pizza in the UK, 
Um, and uh, over over the years, it started to steadily make a name for itself. I, I had the pleasure of coming on board in 2017. At the time, I was, as, uh, as I said, I was, I was working as a marketing consultant, working with vegan businesses. So I initially came on as a freelancer, uh, helping out with Pareto. Um, but yeah, almost as soon as, as soon as I came on board, uh, the guys threw at me, we're, we're going to launch another one. We're going to do number two. Wow. So much of the work that, that I was involved. Yes, it's it. It was, it was, it was, a it was a case of ramping up, ramping up. And, um, we launched our second restaurant in 2018 in, uh, in London. So in, in an area called Camden, which is North London. Uh, it's very, again, similar to, to, to what I was saying about Brighton. It's got a strong heritage of of uh, vegetarian and vegan cuisine. Uh, it's got a strong punk culture. It's yeah, one of the original. It's a great place. Beautiful. It's very, very Beautiful. quirky and an individual and, and unique. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful place to visit. Um, but yeah, we opened there in, in 2018 in March. Um, so that was a very, very busy kind of first year for me, getting all that ramped up. And, and yeah, that was all really, really exciting. So, uh, and and again at the time it was still it was still very sort of now now that it's much more ex again accessibility we can we can get hold of vegan pizza more readily from some of the chain restaurants and things like that but at the time people were like are these guys crazy opening a vegan vegan pizzeria <laughs> in london what's going on um so yes that exactly exactly so it was it was it was a uh, it was really exciting and and yeah it was it happened um to a resounding success so uh Despite many naysayers, you know, there's, there was a there was a review saying, you know, if we have, I mean, we, we get a lot of people who come and, and just leave us kind of negative, maybe not oh, so much anymore, negative reviews on on TripAdvisor and things like that, just because they don't want to see a vegan business succeed, which is an odd one. Okay, uh, <laughs> but have they so, been to the to the pizzeria? Have they tried the pizza? Or is we just can never like really a tell. Um, sometimes okay. you know, sometimes it's it's uh, and, and and you know, you they're not necessarily talking about the product. It's almost one of those things where they're, they're that's just annoying. Saying, yeah, it's a little bit. So it's been an uphill battle, you know, in that respect. And I'm sure, sure. all of us will have encountered occasions where, you, you know, it's, you get that, that uh, I mentioned how most people are aligned with the idea of, uh, you know, animal foods are, are no longer a good thing. And they want to cut down, even if it's a bit slower than we'd necessarily like. Um, but you, you get that small minority who, who just, <laughs> who just don't want to see veganism happen. So, uh, you know, it's, it's odd, but, um, but yeah, we opened opened in in March two thousand eighteen. Uh, we we then moved on to um, in July two thousand eighteen. We took part in a an event called Pitch and Plant, which was okay. a uh, which was run by some amazing folks here in the UK called Vevolution. Uh, and Vevolution, so they they do a lot of cool stuff. But they host uh, they also host events. So one of the events they hosted was was this Pitch and Plant competition, which was effectively okay. a uh dragon's den style or, or oh, quotes cool. in the us shark tank or something yes. like that where investors you pitch to investors so um we we went along and pitched the cheese uh with a view that we were just thinking you know can we get this cheese that we use because uh, that's something i i haven't mentioned we, we created our own yeah, mozzarella we're going to talk about yeah yes yeah so this is this is something we we, we created our own mozzarella so we tried a few different cheeses or many different cheeses, I should say, when we first started Pareto, um, and found none of them lived up to, to what we wanted. So we, we, we created our own, spent a couple of years crafting this and honing it. Um, and yeah, that, that in time, uh, got to a point where we thought, okay, can we, can we take this to, can we take this to retail? So we, we pitched this at pitch and plant, uh, and, the, an investment group there took interest, um, and said, 
okay, we'll, we'll go for this, but we need to we need to work on 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 raising further funds, really. So uh, that's been something that's been an ongoing journey over 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 recent over the last few years since that event. Um, but in the meantime, we were also we 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 undertook we we took part in a few awards that I mentioned. So the the National Pizza Award, uh, the Naples Pizza Awards. Um, the World Pizza Championships, uh, and it, that that kind of brings us up to 2019, which we spent much of writing our first cookbook, uh, which we got published worldwide. Uh, it's sold over, I think, 25,000 copies across the across the wow. globe. We can definitely um, link that in the description of the podcast great. for sure. Yes, yeah, yeah. For that's anyone for who sure. wants to, you know, again, it's 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 a shame because we'd love to have a Parezza on every 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 corner of every street in the world, so that everyone can enjoy great pizza uh but the, the the next thing you know the next best thing is that we can help you guys cook at home so you know we've got we've got a cookbook that can help you do so but that was that was a uh, that came out in 20 that that launched i think second second of january 2020 um so just in time for veganuary uh and in we then uh upgraded our camden restaurant so a Camden restaurant, based on all the demand that we were getting, it was it was so busy you couldn't get a, a seat on Friday Saturday night. Uh, we went we we upgraded we we actually took on the building next door, uh, right. tripled the size of the Camden restaurant. So oh, wow. it's now well over a hundred seats. It's it's a very very big space. That's real big. Um, and yeah, that that and we were very lucky to have for for, for listeners who are familiar with vegan UK restaurants, uh, Temple of Satan moved into our old branch. So if you ever go to Camden, the the, the essential combo is Temple of Satan and, and Parezza next to one another. Taking notes, uh, taking yes, notes, man. You've got, it's got to be done. <laughs> it's got to be done. Um, so that's a delicious feast for, for anyone visiting London. But um, as I mentioned, we, we kind of spent uh, spent much of, you know, we spent a good couple of years raising investment. Uh, and despite then a little pandemic that we may have all been aware of uh, uh, hitting us uh, just a month after our, 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 our reopening of Camden. Um, we've actually managed to open three restaurants. Uh, we had a bit of a mad scramble at first to work out how we could how we could get through this, uh, but we, we didn't stop. We, we opened, uh, come back to Hove now, it's the kind of sister city of, 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 of Brighton or sister town of Brighton. Uh, we opened a Hove branch, uh, so only about two or three miles from our Brighton branch to to, to serve a broader part of our of our hometown. Um, we opened a Bristol branch in September, and uh, then in uh, only about a month ago we opened in Manchester in the UK as well. Um, oh wow! You're gonna conquer all England. Awesome! That's it, like that's the, it. all the UK, not just England. Also that's the whole it. UK. Doing our best. Doing our best to get awesome. there. Awesome. Um, but we've also just opened uh, very excitingly at the start of this year. Uh, facility we call the plant. Um, okay. Plant is our production facility that is ramping up uh, the retail mozzarella production. Uh, it's also our core office. So one of the things that that we we've never had is actually you know we all we all flit around and go to different restaurants and work from there. Uh, we've now finally got our very own space where we all get together. Uh, we office staff can do their thing, um, and yeah, it's 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 a wonderful space in the countryside. Uh, and yeah. I'm looking forward to actually see the mozzarella on the shelves here in Italy, yeah. because like, as you said, like there's no much competition at the moment. Well, there are some vegan cheeses out there, but 
I mean, it's good to spice it up a little bit and to have, you know, different different brands, different companies. And I think I will I would love to ask you is like, you know, um I actually got to know that some brands, some vegan cheeses, like not Vio Life, which is like the one that comes to my mind, but some other brands actually use, you know, coconuts coming from, you know, um, uh, you know, they use monkey monkeys labor and stuff like, and um, what about your coconut? Because is there, if there is coconut in your, in your mozzarella, because I don't know, many people use a coconut, like many companies use coconut in their cheeses. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That's the thing. It's, so it's... I would love to know about that. I'm sure it's super, like it's organic, super healthy, but Please tell us a bit more about it if you want to. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. We we've, we've, we're very careful with all the ingredients we source. It's something that we're, we're, we're consistently working to do better with every single person who supplies the restaurant. But yeah, we were very aware of the issue with uh, coconuts and, and, and sure. how monkeys are often used to, to source those. And to us, yeah. that was, you know, all, all of us at Forezza, all the co-founders, they're all, all vegan. So every, you know, all of us are, are fully behind why... You know why why veganism matters and, and and for us it was an outright you know as soon as we heard about that we checked with the supplier made sure that we were we were doing that responsibly and the same goes for any any ingredient we use we we, we proudly cut out palm oil a few years ago um and and you know it's 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 sometimes that that idea for us of you know veganism it doesn't end with with um with something as simple as you know has this product come from an animal or not it's 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 very sure. much uh you know what what is what is the mission of veganism and ultimately it's it's not just whether the food has come from an animal it's you know whether whether there's any exploitation in the system um the same can be said for people you know that, that i think every everyone uh should be on a constant quest to 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 learn more you know no one's ever going to be perfect because it's a it's a very very difficult thing to do but we we make sure it doesn't just end that you know end with whether it's come from an animal and that that's reflected as well in in you know how we craft our restaurants we use predominantly upcycled recycled furniture uh even the t-shirt you can see me wearing now yes. is uh is 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 a vegan you know it's it's um forget the uh the the, the trademark but it's fairware foundation okay i can, I can okay. have a look for you here it's a <laughs> it is a peter certified peter approved vegan uh right. organic right. cotton so you know everything we do it doesn't end with with what you eat on the plate awesome. um veganism extends further than that so absolutely and it's absolutely tied to our ethos so that's it yeah you're absolutely embracing like the meaning of veganism absolutely 100 like it's not just about like food but also about like what we wear and you know what products we use you know if they're tested on animals or not all this kind of stuff so absolutely and um like it's really interesting regarding like the mozzarella thing i've seen probably you know now that i'm thinking about it i guess i've seen it on youtube I've, i'm a big fan of all this like shark tank and all these kind of stuff i watch them on youtube a lot i don't know like the, this is how i waste my time <laughs> and no but i'm kidding i'm sure i've seen like i'm 99 percent sure that i've seen that episode about bread so, but anyway i'm gonna check it out again at the end of this interview for sure yes there might be a link floating around um i, I yeah i'm sure it was filmed it was it was uh yeah pitch and plant is the name of the competition um okay definitely check definitely Evolution. check this out yes is it yeah. on youtube 
Uh, I would. I'm not 100 sure, but I can. I can try and find out. I think uh, the so guys much. at the guys at Evolution might have filmed that. So that would be yes. awesome. That would be awesome. And you know, after talking about business in some serious topics, like mm -hmm. I have a less serious one. So are okay. you ready for it? Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> like, how many times in a week you eat pizza? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. How many times? I had to ask him. I had to ask him. Yes. Uh, well, well, pizza, uh, unsurprisingly, I eat a lot of pizza. Uh, okay. Perhaps okay. surprisingly, I've never got tired of eating pizza. Still love pizza. It's my favorite food in the whole world. Always has been. Uh, you know, for me, it was it was very much uh, it, it was one of those gaps for me when I when I first went vegan. Uh, as I say, in 2010, there was no, you know, vegan pizza was very much marinara's. And that was okay. that was it. Vegan yes, cheese at the time was uh yeah really really uh quite atrocious so uh <laughs> it, it, it was it was lacking um so to have vegan pizza to have pizza back in my life thanks to Perezza, it's 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 a great thing but um yeah i mean i i spend uh I spend a lot of time at the plant which doubles up as one of our uh, research facilities we do a lot of testing of new flavors testing of new uh things like yesterday we tested out a new flower uh we were also okay. testing our new catering van that we've, we've if you just, need someone uh, to taste it i'm in <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to come over man sometime come on over to brighton we'll give you the tour to, of the perezzas and and you can check out the to. plant and and uh yeah it's absolutely cool that it's a very cool. lovely place and yeah you'll have plenty of cheese to go home with as well so plenty of wow that, that would be uh, a dream that's it that's it so someday we'll get you over but it's um but yeah, we, we, so we're forever testing new things, testing new menu ideas. Uh, Filippo's working away. He's got his own oven there. Uh, so he's always cooking. So I eat a lot of pizza, never get tired of it. Um, I suppose the one thing I would say is that uh, I do eat enough, uh, enough, enough pizza that I wouldn't necessarily choose pizza for a takeaway anymore or, okay. or, or, okay. or, you know, because I eat a lot makes of work. Sense, makes sense. So yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I'll stick to other cuisines, but you know, it's, it's very much the, a lot of the pizzas I eat aren't the aren't the ones that you'd necessarily try at a Perezza. They are they are the practice that makes perfect. You know, they're the ones sure. that, that 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 we you know that that aren't quite right that maybe don't make it into the final the final ones on our menu. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's it's an exciting thing to do every time Felipe cooks up a new one. But uh, you know, we've worked very very hard on the menu over over the years, over six years now, and and all the ones that we've got on there have. have take a lot longer to put together than you maybe think, you know, when you first step into a Perezza and, and see the menu, you know, often it's many months of, of crafting, making sure there's complementary flavors, etc. Um, to make sure a, what we see idea. is like probably the top of the iceberg, like in everything, yeah. like whenever you see someone, you know, mastering at something, they're really good at it. Then what you see, of course, is the final part. For instance, when would you see a bodybuilder, you see their body, wow, amazing, I want it. But you don't know that behind the body, there is a lot of work, dedication, you know, a lot of time spent in the gym to actually become that big. And it's pretty much the same. Like you see the pizza. Wow, it's fantastic. It's melting in my mouth. I love it. But you mm -hmm. don't know that behind the pizza, there is a lot of work. So, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. And uh, what's your favorite pizza? So my favorite, uh, my favorite pizza that's on the Perezza menu Sure. Uh, specifically is is uh we've got one that we launched just in line with the the camden reopening i mentioned back in uh, okay. february yeah. 2020 it was the brand new sort of special that came with the camden opening um and that Real is pro. the it's called the one with the enduya uh so okay. we, we 
One thing I'll quickly say is we we have all of our pizzas have have a very simple name. Uh, it's always okay. the one with whatever. Because uh, when we first we when we first opened, we created funky names for all of them. We okay. had uh, so for example, we had our pesto pizza was called the Pesto Manifesto. Uh, we had a pizza with potatoes on it, which was called the Couch Potato. Okay. Uh, and what we found was people would come in uh, and they would say, oh, on Instagram, I've seen that, the one with this pesto. Can I have okay. that? And they'd never say the name or they'd say, you know, I've seen the one with the one with the potatoes. Can I have yes. that? So in the end, we just thought, you know what? We come up with all these funky names and no one ever remembers them. So let's just call them the one with the pesto, the one with the yeah, potatoes. Makes sense. Uh, the one with the truffle, you know, all of these different ingredients. Um, so the one with the Anduja uh, is a fantastic, it, it's it's only about just over a year old for us. Uh, okay. And that's quite new. You know, as I mentioned, a lot of the pizzas have, have, have been crafted over the years and some of them have been there for over five years. Um, so the, the being a year old is actually, it's still a baby for us. It's a young sure. pizza. What, what do you uh, use instead of Anduja? Because Anduja is made from like, you know, the one from Calabra is made from like, you know, animal products. So what do you use right. instead of it? So we actually make our own Anduja in-house. That's one of our, oh. one of our, one of our innovations. Yeah. That's one of the things we put together. Mm. Uh, and again, that's next product on the shelf. It, it, you know what? It could well be. Yeah. It could be, wow. could be coming to a pizza. Uh, one thing I will touch upon, uh, very excitingly, we are, we are looking at a retail range of pizzas. Uh, so you can, you can, you can bring me back to that one in a bit, but it's uh, awesome. For, for now, yeah, we the Anduja is available uh, exclusively in the restaurant. But it's a, it's, um, it's, it, the, it's paired with, uh, so we have yellow cherry tomatoes, which okay. I love. They're a little bit sort of sweeter. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they've got a, a better flavor profile. Um, love them as well. It, it's got these beautiful little teardrop peppers, which are, which are okay. these little, they, they, they look, they're just little red balls basically that, that, okay. that pop in your mouth and they, they they're full of flavor as soon as you nice. bite into one pops um and of course our mozzarella is on there uh but it's and, and it's a spicy you know for anyone who's not afraid of spice it's it's fantastic yeah. so it's it's my it's my new favorite you pair that with some of our garlic mayo or something like that and it's just great but my little secret and Filippo's not here so i can say that i can say this now <laughs> Go there are two things I do love uh, on, on on pizza that that will careful that he'll yep. So number I'm one, I'm here though. Philippe is not here, but I'm here. So let's, careful with that. Let's <laughs> careful. See. I'm gonna say the p word. I do like pineapple. No, please no. <laughs> <laughs> no. That I was do. gonna be the last question, I do. but I do. like that, that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but that that that's that's a that's a uh, you know I've seen worse things. I've actually seen uh, I've seen I've seen people. Uh, I saw a pizza recently with kiwi on it, uh, not oh made by God. us. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have a heart attack. So no, okay, you. maybe I'll stop. Maybe I'll stop. The <laughs> other thing, but let's let's see if this how you feel about this one. The other thing I do love, I have to confess, is stuffed crust. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, that's not yes. bad. That's not okay. bad. Okay, that's, so not, that's bad. not so that's, bad. Yeah. That, no, no. That's that's actually they they do it in uh, in uh, in Naples, I guess. Okay. Yeah. They so, do I mean, add it's... like cheese inside. Yep, cheese and the cheese in the crust, uh, yeah, and it's it's great. I mean, that's we, approved. That's Italian approved. That's that gets the thumbs up. So, I mean, some of our chefs yes. might disagree, but we do have uh, the closest oh, okay. thing we have to that. We have uh, these famous cheesy dough balls. You might have seen on Instagram because it's one of the sure. most famous products. Yeah, I've one seen of the most famous them. We have people love to come in. You can always get Indeed. a wonderful shot of tearing them open yes. and the cheese spills out. Uh, awesome. But yeah, that's our closest to a stuffed crust at the moment, but it's, uh, but the pineapple will never happen. We used to have a pineapple, <laughs> uh, pineapple pizza and, awesome. and uh, 
yeah, we 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 decided to take it off. Not me personally. I would have yes. kept it forever, but it's, it's gone. Italian one, England zero. Sorry for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about football. But I'm, I'm gonna end it. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna end it. I'm kidding. And um, you know. I, I, I'm interested, like, where do you get the ingredients? I'm asking this because I know, like, there are companies there in the UK which imports food from Italy. So, like, mm-hmm. where do you get the ingredients? So, the ingredients, are, uh, uh, I mentioned briefly, it's something that we're working very, very hard on to, to, to consistently improve the ingredients that go into it. And it's not just about quality for us, it's about the ethos that, that goes into that. So... Our approach is very much, um, insofar as possible, we keep things local, uh, we keep things organic. Our cheese, our dough is entirely organic. Um, the cheese we make here in, in Brighton, uh, and then we, we send to our various restaurants. The facility is less than two miles, so it's very, very local in that sense. Uh, but we we make those, we make those here. Um, some of the other ingredients we, we, we found fantastic individual suppliers for. So um, probably our, 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 one of our favorite companies to work with, we work with a small hemp farm that is in Arundel. So Arundel is a small village slash town that's just about 15 miles away from Brighton. Uh, and there's a wonderful vegan run hemp farm, all organic. Uh, these guys supply our, our hemp flour, which we use in, in uh, we have a range of bases. You can eat a pretzel. We have a, a whole grain base, a hemp base, and a gluten-free base. Um, so our hemp base, we use this flour from these lovely folks that are down the road from us. Um, uh, but then the, the main issue we have with, uh, there's a couple of ingredients that we do ship in from Italy, and that's purely because the quality is... Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make feel good about this, but Italian quality when it comes to particularly tomato is just too good uh you know we haven't found any any it's it's impossible for us to find anything in the uk that matches the quality okay so you have Um, to import it we do have to import that and we do have to import uh our flour as well so the flour suppliers we have um we use we use a range of flours type 2 flour is a whole grain flour um so outside of i mentioned yeah we have our hemp flour which we get locally but the Type two flour we get, we do import from Italy, uh, from, you know, again, suppliers that we've vetted, that we trust, uh, sustainability focused, organic, but, uh, ultimately we do have to import that, but nearly everything else we, we, we get within the UK, we get locally. Um, so yeah, that's a constant that's, quest for us. Yeah. That's fantastic. And like, how did, like, if it did, I don't know, how did Brexit affect you? Like talking about importing God, God's. Surprisingly, Brexit hasn't uh, been damaging for us in that respect, really. Uh, okay. we've, we've, we've seen small price rises uh, in various ways. Um, the, but in terms of actually getting hold of stock, it wasn't as problematic as, as uh, it has been for some of our fellow vegan restaurants that, that we've spoken to. Uh, the main issue we have had, uh, and this has been very, very severe, has been around uh, staff. So uh not ingredients so much as people and that is because uh so a lot of our chefs are are italian uh again that neapolitan authenticity runs right down into who's cooking the pizza in every different restaurant you know a lot of these guys are a lot of the guys we work with are from naples itself to the uk um 
and unfortunately that's that's been a real difficulty because first of all finding you know getting 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 people to, to be able to come over is no longer as simple as it was um the uk is sadly nowhere no, not as amenable as it used to be around those around people being able to come here so that's been really really problematic uh secondly it's been difficult for the people who are here the people that have been our staff for many years uh some of them have been told they're they're, they're on a they're on a time span now. They're on a timeline before really? they're no longer able to stay in the UK. So it's oh, wow. that's, that's been really difficult for us and really sad as well because, you know, these are people's lives. This is people's lives we're dealing with. Um, and to see that. Uh, so we, we're exploring at the moment. Uh, there's a visa system the UK has set up. Mm-hmm. It's less than ideal, but we're exploring how we can help people who want to come work for us uh, do so. Uh, and we do get many, many people many, many pizza chefs in, in Italy who are interested in coming to work with us. They know they know about our credibility. They know about all the things we've achieved and Filippo's expertise. And, uh, you know, if they're plant-based or vegan and they're working in a traditional, you know, animal-based pizzeria, then they see what we're doing and they, they, they would, you know, they would give up where they live to come and to come and work with us, which is really, you know, it, it means a lot to us. And, and we want to do our best to help anyone who wants to come and, 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 and be part of that mission to, to, to do so. So, uh, but it's, the UK is not making it easy at the moment. So <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll see where yeah, that it's goes. It's quite sad. I didn't know about it. I didn't know about it. I thought like, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like there are loads of people, like they're not, uh, you know, English citizen, like they're not UK citizen, but still they do work and live in the UK and they've lived there for a long time. And that's absolutely, you know, a shame to, to, to say a least, to say a least. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, it's been difficult. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's something I, you know, I won't get, won't get political about Brexit. It's a very, no, it's a very, no. uh, because it's a very, it's a very contentious issue, but, yeah, sure. uh, you know, for, for, for many people who dreamed that, uh, Brexit would, would, would be good for the UK. I, I can say for us, it hasn't been so. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Mm. I understand. I understand. And like, So, you know, like, what are the plans for the future of Purezza? Yeah, so the, the future of Purezza, uh, as, as I mentioned, it's been a, we're, we're kind of riding this wave of inertia, this momentum that's come with uh, opening three restaurants in, in, in the midst of the pandemic, which has been uh, very challenging, but at the same yeah, time. Yeah, chapeau to you. Yeah, like, no, you know, thank you, thank like you. That's the one, yeah. hey, yes. Yeah, it's, with it's, hat. The, it's been a very, it's been a very, uh, it's been an interesting journey. Uh, you know, we're continuing to help those restaurants grow and thrive in the new locations that we've entered. Um, and, you know, as far as we know, as far as we know, we're the only uh, brand in the UK to open three restaurants in the midst of the pandemic. Most have closed their doors. So uh, it's been a challenge making that happen. But, uh, yeah, really happy to, to have been able to do that. So, We're currently, uh, I mentioned we've got our, the plant, which is our production facility where we are developing our cheese. Um, in addition, we are creating a range of, uh, of pizzas for, re- for people to cook at home. So nice. uh, very, very soon uh, we will be launching a margarita. Uh, wow. Like uh, a frozen one? It's going to be fresh. Uh, oh, okay. To be kept. Yes. Yeah. And we'll be initially, it will be shipping it to, to your door. So, uh, All right, and, nice. and I'm afraid, Andrea, it's only UK initially, but we'll yeah, be working on it. We'll I know, I know, I know. You don't have to tell me. Like, I know, I know. It's already hurting me. And you're like, 
keeping on telling me like that that's really bad for you man that's really it's, bad i know man you. i'm teasing you i'm teasing you with these, with <laughs> yeah, all these like, amazing things we're doing and then saying but UK i'm moving to now. uk you're right that's yeah, it yeah I'm it's got to be done it's got to be done and, and specifically brighton because <laughs> that's the place to be but um <laughs> but it's it's yeah we're opening uh we're, we're, we're launching uh our first pizza cook at home pizza uh and that's nice. so coming with a gluten-free base um, that's awesome so yeah, we, 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 uh, one thing I haven't necessarily touched on is we were very, um, passionate about, uh, a philosophy we call inclusive eating, uh, which is the idea that anyone, uh, can come to our restaurants regardless of allergens, uh, dietary restrictions, intolerances, and are able to eat, uh, uh, you know, not only do they have an option, they have a range of options and they're able important. to enjoy uh so that's that's been something we worked very very hard on we've just we're, we're one of the first uh vegan restaurants in the uk to get rid of soya um oh, okay in in respect to to sure, allergies allergies exactly yeah and uh so soya and, and nuts as well um and that's 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 a through line for everything we do so our retail products will be hypoallergenic allergen free there's no none of the major allergens there's 14 14 major allergens some of which are you know we're okay anyway like uh like dairy but um but the things like soy and, and nuts and uh, we we don't use either so uh we'll be launching our uh, yeah all-inclusive sustainable healthy pizza that you can cook at home um in addition to to that and the mozzarella uh that will be going going live very soon we we've got a catering van so that's a that's a very very exciting new new uh new thing for us we are going to be our first ever event is going to be a uh, vegan camp out here in the UK which is yes. in August. Yes, that's a big so, one. That's a very big one. I think it's 11,000 people uh wow. which is which is great all vegan of course uh and sure. uh it looks like a wonderful event there's some great speakers there um and yeah we we're going to be taking our taking our van out on the road for the first time. So we were we were testing testing the oven yesterday making sure um all the best that's absolutely. it yeah thank you thank you absolutely are um, you going to be also in the veg fest like so veg fest one, we 20, will 21 i guess there's if there's going to be one i don't know if yeah. they're going to, to make it happen they that's, didn't do it last year that's right yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit up in the air it's a little bit hard to say uh you know events that that are coming through uh we are you know we're, we're we're not sure which what's going ahead it's only we only really found out that vegan camp out okay safe uh a few few days ago um so uh but we're looking at now we've got the van we're looking at other events and 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 the big part of that as well is again that that idea of comes back to that accessibility of the food and availability of the food uh it's not exclusively vegan events we're looking at so we're looking at a number of events across the uk that are that are not necessarily vegan events so that we can showcase yeah. no, vegan pieces it's great um, it's great it's great so that's that's another part of the journey and and uh uh there there's i mean a big part of what's going on at the moment i, I with plant we've got our core team that are growing uh right. so we're, we're, we're making some exciting hires uh getting building our expertise building uh, a core team of excellent people who uh who can help us take take the mission further um and of course, there will be more Peretzes coming, more restaurants opening. Uh, I, I can't say much about where, but All right. there, there will be more coming very, very soon. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I'm waiting for the mozzarella or a Peretz to come near to my house, or yes. at least in Milan. I mean, I don't, 
I don't pretend to have one uh, like close to my house, but at least in Milan, I wish to to have a Puretta one day or to to be able to try your mozzarella. That's, That's it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But next time, next time you're in the UK, do sure. do, do give us a shout. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know travel at the moment is not an easy thing to do. I know travel is a little bit uh, yeah. restrictive, but uh, next time you're in the UK, yeah, pop by. I would, definitely. I would definitely do that. And like for the last question. I had a I I had a good one because it was the one about pineapple. Ah yes. We mentioned it already. So I'm gonna change it a little bit okay. because for what I know, at least when I was in the UK stuff, like it's pretty common there to serve pizza with sauces. Like, you know, like not I'm not talking about tomato sauce, with different sauces like chili sauce or stuff like that. So the $100 question, and be careful about the reply, is <laughs> <laughs> be careful. Like, no, I'm kidding. Um, do you sell the, I mean, do you use this uh, kind of sauces or it's like, you know, Italian 100% or like you're trying to accommodate, you know, like what people actually like over there? Yeah, that's a great question. We, we uh, in terms of our sources, we, we have a, a, a range of dips. Uh, okay. Mostly, yeah, the dips. way people use them here is uh, is for is for dunking the crust. So yes. uh, yeah. people love dunking their crust into in you know that's that's that seems to be just a way that the way that we eat pizza. Sure. Um, what dips do you have? So we have a garlic mayo, uh, which okay. again not tremendously okay. Italian. Uh, okay. We've yeah. actually <laughs> yeah. So one of the ones we've just launched uh, going live. Uh, it's actually not live right now, but by the time this podcast is out, it, it okay. will be. Uh, and that is a hot maple dip, so chili and maple. Right. Um, yeah. And that's going to be going live very, very soon, uh, within the next cool. day or so. Um, okay. So it's it's just been finished. Just, again, in my pizza testing uh, capacity and in, in what I've done this week uh, is tasting that and making sure it tastes great. And, uh, yes, that's going out to public. Um at the moment, what else do we have? We have a, a pesto mayo as well okay. on the go. A pesto so, mayo, sorry, sorry, I, I didn't get that. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like a pesto and then a pesto mayo. Okay, yes. that's interesting, never yeah, heard like of basil, that. A basil mayo, that's it, yeah. So okay, that's cool. that's, nice. that's one we've got on the go. But um, that's, that's, our, that's our range of sources, yeah. And it's it's uh, they're great for, you know, for, for, for cross dunking, uh, but also for, you know, where, where they partner up perfectly is those dough balls I mentioned. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Grabbing one of the big fluffy dough balls, dunking nice. it into a into garlic right. mayo. Uh, right. I don't know whether that whether that offends the Italian taste. No, I'm it not does. Sure, Come on, it's okay. It's, I'm just kidding. Right. Of course, every time like I do like that, like I mean, I'm just kidding. Maybe I'm not, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's no, really one of those things where yeah, we've got we've got. Uh, I think our, our pizzas are very much the the authentic Italian yeah, Italian stuff, and then the uh, there are a few options where you can tell us. Us, us Brits have got our hands on it and thought, oh, we'll do this. But, uh, so, we, you know, one is our, it's our calzone is a, um, it's packed yeah. with, with we, we, we use a lot of vegan meats, lots of cheese in there uh, as well. And it's, it's, uh, it used to be called the, the cheese steak calzone. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a bit like if, you, if you've ever seen um, a, Phil- a Philadelphia cheese steak, a Philadelphia sure. cheese steak. So, it's, it's, it was our homage to that, making it vegan. Okay, uh, awesome. yeah so we have a few other few other fun things like that christmas calzone as well we've done wow we, we, we cool. do our best to stuff an entire christmas dinner 
uh, so roast potatoes, uh, stuffing, um, which is like, a, do, you, do you know stuffing? It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, stuffings. Yeah, yeah, I know the yeah. one that you use okay. at Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you're meaning. Yeah. Like, you know, let me end this interview by saying that as long as you don't, you know, put some jam on top, like I've seen doing it, <laughs> Like, as long as you don't do that, then we can be friends. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen doing that, like for a Christmas edition pizza, I'm not going to name the brand. You you can, maybe you understand who I'm talking yep. about, yep. but like, no, please, I'm good. <laughs> no, no that's, that's all right. So, so what we do do, see how this makes you feel. We do, okay. have, we do have a bit of gravy that goes on it. All right. Yeah. No, no, I mean, of course, like, it's okay. Like, that's anyway, right, Rob. Yeah. Thank you very much for being here with us. I really like this interview and I hope I'll be able to try one of your pizzas very soon. And uh, I wish you, I wish Filippo and all the other founders, like the whole team behind Peretta, a lot of success. Awesome, Andrea. I've had a blast. Thank you ever so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, we'll speak soon. And whenever you're over in the UK, sort you out those pizzas. Absolutely. Thank you.